So Second Chronicles chapter 2, verse 1. And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. I just wanted to spend a, a few minutes really just to talk about something that I've called, and it doesn't sound very good, but I think it is proper, something titled Holy Ambition. Holy Ambition. And especially as it pertains to prayer. Ambition as it uh, uh, pertains to prayer. And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. So we'll just make some observations here. Solomon was, uh, from what I can read, was a young man at this stage in his life. He was, people are estimating, around 20 years of age. And so that, that makes him a young person. And he had this holy ambition in his heart. You see, David, his father, was a great man and uh, a great king and a king by which all other kings would be measured. And so Solomon had some big shoes to fill. We all know, I think, or can imagine the experience of, of a great individual in our lives or perhaps in the church, a great man of God. And when that person passes along, we feel we have some great shoes to fill. Like we could never be that person. Um, can you imagine a Joshua following after a Moses? You know, he, how, how insignificant or how small he must have felt, how not up to the task. And that's true for every generation, for every man of God. Um, and that is why Elisha prayed for a double portion of the Spirit of what Elijah had because he felt, I am sure, uh, very strongly his insufficiency. And he knew that he had some big shoes to fill. Well, Solomon did too. Solomon had some big shoes to fill. He was a young person. I'd like to stress that because we have young people on this call and we interact with the youth. And I think it would be wonderful if we could all be that source of encouragement to the young to have this holy ambition. All throughout church history, you see case after case of these men and women of God who have done these great exploits. We read about them, but they were, for the most part, not all of them, of course, but for the most part, they were in the prime of youth. Uh, you had men like in, I mentioned in the Holy Club at Oxford. They were students. The Wesley brothers or uh, George Whitfield. Jonathan Edwards writing his resolutions as a teenager. We read them now, this, this document, these resolutions, and we think, well, this must have been an aged saint. He was a teenager when he wrote many of those. Uh, and on and on it goes. So Solomon was a young person, essentially. But he had this holy ambition. And we, we so need to see that kind of drive 
I know that sounds so carnal, and but I'm talking about a holy drive. Would you rather not have that than than a young person who's just drifting and who has no interest? No, we want to see young people that have holy desire. Uh, these this determination. So Solomon had that. And like I say, he was a young person. But what is it that he wanted to do? What was his ambition? You know, we we see people with ambition, especially in the business world. They have all kinds of ambition. But it's misplaced. It's ambition for wealth. It's ambition for fame. It's ambition for power and for recognition. All the things that the world would parade. Well, Solomon was determined to do something else. He wanted to build a house for the name of the Lord. That was his ambition. And a house for his kingdom. Let those words really sink in. He was kingdom-minded. It wasn't his kingdom, meaning Solomon's kingdom. This was God's kingdom. It's parallel with the thought build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. And by the way, the reason why Solomon, and you can go on to read this, the reason why Solomon wanted to make this house, quote, wonderful, great, is because he realized that God was great. And Although the heavens cannot contain him, as he says in verse 6, who is able to build him a house, seeing the heaven of heavens cannot contain him? So we recognize the fact that nothing that we do is really going to measure up to the greatness of God. But that didn't stop Solomon from doing, pulling out all the stops and making it great. Verse 5, the house which I build is great, for great is our God. And that should be our motivation. And I was trying to tell our, our, our staff this morning, and that's, that's why we, I, I trust why we're doing what we're doing to the very best of our ability and that not um, half, half-heartedly or just subpar because we, God deserves our greatest effort Sometimes we reserve our greatest effort for our secular work or for doing something for other people, but God deserves our our greatest effort. And so Solomon's determination and his holy ambition was um, for the glory of God and for the kingdom of God, and that is that should be our focus as well. We are not here to make a name for ourselves. We are not here to labor for ourselves. We're not here to labor for this um, uh, the, this name, United Prayer or Sermon Audio or any other such thing. We're praying together so that we may see God's glory made great throughout the world. I mean, isn't that the best and the greatest and the highest and the most wonderful reason to do anything? So Solomon had that. He had the best reason. He was young. He was determined. 
and he had a good reason. Now that word determined is, uh, is a strong word. It's a great word. And it refers to this, like I said, this holy ambition. And if you look up that word, it's a, it's a strong desire. And it's the determination to succeed. And you can immediately think about um, Jacob when he was wrestling with the Lord. He was not willing to let him go. He said, uh, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. That, to me, is holy determination. And sure, it can be done in the flesh. We all understand that. But there is something to this that I believe we need to recover in the church. I think more often, if we had to be perfectly objective about it, more often than not, the case is that we have this um, flowery beds of ease mentality, and uh, you know we we are so and we're so resting. I put that word resting maybe in quotation marks. We're so resting in the sovereignty of God that we're using it almost as an excuse to not put forward any effort. And that, that, is, that is not what you find in Scripture. Now, we're not putting forward effort to earn anything from God, so let's get that out of the way. But we're putting forth effort and we're wanting to make something great because God's great. It's the opposite response. It's, it's an outflowing of a responding heart. So, yes, a determination. Just like Jacob wrestling, I'm not going to let the Lord go. He was determined. He was unwilling to take no for an answer. And I mentioned in the previous email, you know, you have uh, Caleb. Caleb, who in his 80s, when he should have been uh, thinking of just taking it easy, he said that he has as much strength today as he ever had. And he was telling Joshua, give me that mountain. That mountain is mine. That's holy determination, I think. And then, of course, you had the young person, Daniel, who purposed in his heart he was not going to defile himself at the king's meat. That is holy determination, too. I just believe that there's a lacking of this. I mean, it comes and goes in all of us. So this is not a point the fingers time, but I, I I just I believe that we need to encourage ourselves more in this, that we need to have this holy ambition. And I'll just finish with this in Romans chapter fifteen, uh, verse twenty. Paul had this. Obviously, if there's one thing we can say about the apostle Paul, is that man had drive. Paul. Romans chapter 15, verse 20, he says, Yea, so have I, what? Strived. To do what? Paul, to preach the gospel. Isn't that great? He has this, that word strived, if you look it up, uh, it's, it's this ambition. It's holy ambition. I have strived to preach the gospel. 
not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. This is what we're asking for. And as it pertains to us here today in prayer, this is the exhortation of the Apostle Paul a little further down in that chapter. In verse 30, Now I beseech you, brethren, and I can address you all that way, I'm begging you, brothers and sisters, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit. What? Strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. So this holy ambition, it begins in prayer. And the exhortation from the Apostle Paul, he's begging the church, strive together with me in prayer. And that would be my exhortation to you too. God bless you. Uh, let's uh, seek the Lord together. And um, let's ask the Lord to give us holy ambition holy determination. Our forefathers had it. We don't have it. We can pray for it. We can have it. I want it. Don't you? I, I think you do. So let's pray for it. Let's ask the Lord to give this to us. And may it start in the place of prayer.